Electronic walkabout. No one should have to walk through life alone. We share good times, bad times, and the best of times. Everyone needs a little direction now and again. Let TC and Wilkie show you the way. A podcast where we talk about the important things in life. Come journey with us. Electronic walkabout. Hello, this is your host TC, and together with Wilkie, we welcome you to another episode of eWalkabout a podcast where we talk about the important things in life. Well, good morning, Wilkie. Here we are. Another beautiful, well, it's a beautiful Monday morning, a beautiful sunny Monday morning. And how are you this morning? TC, I'm doing fantastic. Fantastic. Had a good weekend and uh, looking forward to do this. How are you doing? Pretty good. I'm, I'm just going to say something to the listeners. Uh, Wilkie's saying he's fantastic. So don't, and when you would get yourself in that, that state of mind, don't let get away from you. Exactly. It, right, it doesn't right. happen often. <laughs> <laughs> Join us during this journey as we showcase another song, Everything to Everyone. And this song appears on the Everclear's October 1997 album, So Much for the Afterglow. The song sends the message how important it is to look after ourselves first before we can be of any value to anyone else. But first, as always, a good news story. I have a good news story. Thanks, TC. Yeah, um, I was scrolling through looking for some good news stories, and uh, I saw this one. Uh, I don't know when it was taken or when it ha- where it happened or whatever, but uh, I saw this uh, little old lady's trying to cross the street, and cars are just zipping by, zipping by, zipping by. After so long, a group of bikers came by, stopped, blocked the traffic. One of the bikers got off, walked her across the road. Traffic was stopped on both sides. Got her over, she thanked him, and he went back, and then the bikers took off. So that was kind of neat. Sometimes you look at the bikers like gruff, gruff type of men. I thought it was a really nice thing for those guys to do. So it, it boils down to, have you done a good deed today? And here we have these gruff men yeah. stopping to do their good deed. Yeah. And the whole cliche of helping a little old lady across the street comes to life. Right? It's It's so true. So that was kind of neat. It was it's it's neat when you see things like that. And it looked like she was waiting there a long time. And when you say neat, what it what it tells me is that there's still lots of humanity out there. It's still yeah. lots of good things happening, and yeah. we need to keep sharing those kinds of stories. So thanks, uh, we, the listeners appreciate it. I appreciate it. So today's topic. Now here's the thing. Uh, when we when we look at the a song, we, we we're just going to give you our interpretation. But it was Wilkie that said, hey, uh, let's let's do this song. I'm just going to ask, what does that song mean to you? And then, of course, we, we have a few things we want to talk about, the specific, the, the, the lyrics and the song itself, right? So- well, you listen to it, the title, Everything to Everyone, and you're always striving to be a good person. You're always, you're always striving to, to please everybody. And at one point, like there's, there's, there's a couple of lyrics in there where you jump through the big hoop, you'd play all the right games. It's like you're pulling yourself at all ends to be this perfect person for everybody else, and you're not doing anything 100%. Everything's 50% or less, and you're not effective. I just, I listened to this song, and it just, it resonated with me after my last seven years. And at, at one point, like, I was trying to do so much, trying to please my football players, trying to please my job, trying to please my spouse, trying to please my son, and I was not. In my mind, I was not doing a good good enough job because I was doing everything at half capacity for everybody. And just listening to you, I think I think there's more to it than that. And I think when you end up down that road, 
you end up losing a uh, sense of self because you 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 stretch yourself so thin. Yeah, yeah. You're not doing yourself any favors, right? So, no, exactly. You're you're burning the candle on both ends, and you just try and do a good job for everybody. You know, we both know volunteering when you're doing it right. You're basically it's another sixty hour a week job. Oh, for sure. That's 120 hours a week gone just because of your volunteer and your regular job. And with the best of intentions, of course. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. It's something you don't volunteer if you don't love it. You don't volunteer unless... Like, you love it when you're volunteering, right? Yeah, you have to have that passion. Sorry, like, yeah. you're putting in that time. Oh, no, no, I, yeah. I understood. I just wanted to kind of say it a different way because yeah. it's it's the passion that that, that, yeah. that makes you want to volunteer it's, to start that's with. That's what I meant, yeah, because I put in those extra... 60 hours because I love doing it. At yeah, that time. absolutely. Yeah. So into the question. So why do we say yes so readily to people in need? Did you always want to help your, you want to help? Hey, do you want to coach this year? Yeah, sure. Okay. You're going to be head coach. Okay. And then you don't want to let the kids down. You don't want to let the families down. You don't want to let your family down. Uh, and I'm taking this as a, on a, a coaching level for like this part of the topic i coached for years because i didn't want to let anybody down and i knew it was a good thing for for our, our son to to play football and baseball you know coaching both of those in one year is tough i i say yes because i just i think i want to help my friends and my family so i just hardly ever say no probably to my detriment at one point well to your detriment and and um i'm, I'm kind of on the same page uh, i i just want to help people and I'll make it perfectly clear. I mean, you think that way, I think that way, but there's a lot of people that don't, and it's and it's not a bad thing. There's got to be. I'm not saying there's to the extreme of people say I'm not helping anybody yeah. uh, compared to our extreme where we're going to just say yes at all costs. Yeah. There's got to be that balance in between, and that's that's really the challenge, knowing what that balance is, and knowing very well that you don't have to be that that one that's going to carry that load when you say, yes, I'm going to volunteer to do this. Right? I found some peace and starting to say no. Oh, well, <laughs> and okay. we'll get into that in more of the questions, but well, yeah, I found some peace and starting to say no, because uh, I'm finally realizing I don't have to put all this effort into everything else other than I need to put a hundred percent into me first. You do need to put a hundred percent into you first in order to help others. Yeah. And it's, and like I said uh, a few moments ago, it, it has to be balanced because if it's not balanced, as you already said, you're, you're only half asking a job. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, yeah. So what is it? Why is it, why is it so hard to get to know um, when people are asking for help? It's, it's hard because you don't want to let anybody down, right? Like you, you want to, Hey, can you help me move? Which is, <laughs> now we're gonna talk. No, we're gonna talk something final. <laughs> right? like, yes, you know I'm at that age where my friends aren't moving as much, and I've done it too to my friends and asking for help moving and stuff like this. But you want to help out, you, you know your your friends is is moving. They're going to hopefully a better place, and you want to help them out. Right now, when it comes to coaching, I coach because my best pals' kids are still playing football, and I want to be a part of that for the next couple of years. And I show up when I show up. That's as much as I can give because now my relationship and my job comes before all that, right? But it is. It's so hard to say no because you don't want to let anybody down. And I'm not trying to come across like I'm a, I'm a saint or anything like that. Like I, I can be an ass and I'm not the nicest person at all times. But it's so difficult to sell, tell somebody no. 
Well, here's a question that might help put that uh, in a different context, a different perspective that might make it easier to say no to people when they ask. And and keeping in mind, like when 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 I give my time, I'm really hoping that because of that, there there's going to be some happiness that comes out of it. There's going to right. be some development yeah. or whatever it is. The quest is per se, right? Yeah. But, do you, do you always feel appreciated when you give your time to one person or another? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> you know, you, like the song says, you all want to be everything to everyone, but you're not. When you, Especially when you're a head coach of a football program, you can win the provincial championship and you still hear people complaining about how you ran the team, play calls you did and stuff like that. Yeah, I keep being, but, I had that conversation with you too. Yeah. <laughs> But no, you don't always feel appreciated. And really, that's on you. I, like I, if my buddy, if I help a buddy out and he doesn't say thanks for your help today, I know he has it in his head that he said thanks, right? You don't look, you don't look for, you don't go to help people for delusions of grandeur, right? You don't. You, you just help people just to help them to make them feel better. You don't want to make. I don't want, I don't help people to make myself feel better so I can tell everybody, oh, I'm volunteering this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. I don't do that. I do it because I want to. Right? Because you want to. And and being everything to everyone, yeah. I'm going to keep telling out the title. Yeah. It's hard to do. Because, we, because it's wrong. You can't. You can't. It's, it's, you can't. It's not, it's not attainable. No. Yeah. And just building on what you're saying about that appreciation, if you were to ask me, I'd say, I don't care whether I get appreciated or not because I know I'm helping someone. If they don't show that appreciation, I can't do anything about that. Yeah. And if I if I'm expecting that and it doesn't happen, I'm setting myself up just to be disappointed. Yeah, exactly. And it'll take away from any of the good I at least I think I have done in between. Exactly. That, right. So right. I really do help people move just for the beer and pizza. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I just get this picture, you have a calendar at home, uh, beer and pizza at this <laughs> But those times, though, where you do get the appreciation, that that I think I think it does kind of it kind of reinforces that I got to keep helping people too. So it, there's a kind of kind of a, a danger in it too, right? It feels good, like it does. Like I'm not gonna lie, like when we won the provincial championship for football, I wasn't gonna order a ring. I didn't do the work. The kids did. Yeah, we gave them the play calls. We had the game plan and this and that and the other. But I wasn't gonna get a ring, like. I didn't do the job, and it's community football. What do I need a ring for? But having said that, the team bought me the ring, so I do have a provincial ring, and that was that was really nice. That's appreciation, a big that, time. Yeah, and that that felt really good, and like I was truly blessed with some of the families we had. Like they made me cry a lot, and you know me, I cry all the time. But it is nice when you're appreciated, but you don't do it to look for the appreciation. I don't think. I think I think somewhere in between, and this is just kind of I'll just call it somewhat of a rationalization, but but it's a good rationalization. But somewhere in between, based on your example, that's going to rub off on someone, yeah. and they're going to step up to the plate. Yeah. And the best example I've seen so far is with respect to my son, who we've coached for years. And I say we because I I made a point of never coaching my son, but I was on the same You're team on the staff. Yeah. Yeah. But he's helping out with high school rugby coaching. Perfect. That's what he's been doing. Perfect. Right. So yeah. he's starting to kind of, but I'll, I'll tell you right now, I, I just get a sense he has a better 
handle on the ability to say no and and, and have that balance too that, that yeah, I don't have the, right yeah. so because it's tough like you, I, I brought this to coaching like um, for the most part but in life like you can't be everything to everyone like you try and you try and do your job 100 percent, but if you go above and beyond and work 60 hours a week how's your relationship going to be you're, you're failing at your relationship then if your relationship takes takes over and which your relationship with your spouse or significant other should be the top priority but then you, you fail at your job because you're trying to do so much with this and okay, now you're coaching, and then you're coaching baseball, you're coaching football, you, you have to take your son skiing twice a month, and you're just doing things 50%. You're not helping anybody. So you gotta, you got to learn you can't be everything to everybody, and you just got to be something to everybody. With our friend group, you know a bunch of guys I know, they'll appreciate the something because yeah. they don't need everything. They don't want everything. And if you have the right partner, they want something. They don't need everything. They want something. And that's all you have to be. You just have to be something to everyone. Maybe Small. Everclear will make a new song called Something to Everyone. <laughs> something to Everything. Yeah. <laughs> something to Everything. Something to Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I'm listening to you. I'm thinking, okay, uh, when we talk about friends, there, and with those people, there's no judging. So whatever that little something is, yeah. truly in their minds, they're going to appreciate it. Right? Yeah. And they'll not only appreciate it, just from from experience reciprocate as well, right? So, like I've been even in my past relationship, I was like, hey, I know I've been coaching a lot and working a lot. Let's go do this on Saturday, and that is appreciated by your by your significant other. And I try and do that more now in my new relationship because I know how I neglected before because of all the other stuff. So now you try and do, hey, I've been away all week. Why don't we go to Fieldhouse for a beer and a pizza? On Friday night. So you try and do stuff like that to make, like I said, the something. The something. Yeah. The danger or the trap that I fell into is that when I was saying yes to everyone, I was able to manage doing whatever I said yes to at a high level. Yeah. That's and good. so and so I thought, okay, I'm doing really good, right? Yeah. Not realizing I'm, I'm kind of setting myself up for a fall yeah because as time goes on there's no way because you get to the point where you already mentioned that yeah. that you're only 50 percenting everything exactly but to to start out and say yeah i can i can do this at this this level this high level whatever the job is or i can help someone at this level and then just keep going and going there's a, so there's there's two dangers you're you're setting yourself up for that like i won't be able to sustain that yeah and then there's an expectation from people of you yeah, and they keep coming to you, and you, and you're you're basically being your own worst enemy. So. And now now TC starting to say no, and people are like, "Why is TC saying no?" That's right. And if they want to talk to me, I'll tell them why. Because <laughs> my buddy needs a break. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and that, that kind of is a nice little uh, lead up to the next question: What is the balance between helping yourself and helping others? Uh, I think the balance is, you know, we did that happiness one right. And the balance is, is just finding that where you're succeeding in everything. And like I said, be something to everyone, right? You don't have to go balls out for every single thing. Well, you try to, but you can't just, you can't be in 15 places at one time. So you need to like, when you're at work, when, when I'm at work, I ignore the, the group chat for the coaches because I'm at work. I ignore it. When I'm at home, I try and ignore that too. To the most part, if I was head coach, I probably wouldn't. Like, I'd probably be a different person still. 
But find that balance is just you find your find your happiness and okay, how many days a week am I gonna be happy when I'm coaching? For me, when we get into it, if I'm coaching three days a week come September or August, whenever we start up again, I think three days a week is a fair fair thing I can give them. I'm 49 years old. I, I don't have a kid in the program. Like I said, my, my best pals kids are in there and that's why I'm still coaching. If I give three days of the five days, then I think I'm doing pretty good. And I, now I have a balance for them. I'm giving what I need to give to them. My relationship doesn't suffer because I'm going to work. I'm doing that. And I still have time to make my relationship succeed. I can give time to that because now we know we'll have Sundays all day. We can have this together. So you just find that balance where it works. I don't want to coach six days a week anymore. So if I go three, I'm, I'm happy. And I think that'll work in everything I do. That, that sounds pretty good. Uh, a couple of thoughts just listening to you. It sounds like a, a schedule A schedule is important. To, uh, it, yeah. Just to center in your own mind as far as what, how you're going to commit. Yeah. And one of the one of the big things that, that if you're going to do that has to be really kind of put over top of that is that flexibility. Because if yeah. you say that I'm going to, on a Tuesday, spend four hours coaching or whatever it is to help someone. Yeah. And something else comes up. It's just not going to happen. You can't beat yourself up. You just have to yeah, be flexible. Yeah, yeah. Flexibility is a key. Yeah, you bring bring up a good point. Flexibility, because then you're not letting yourself down. If you oh, I didn't go to practice today. Well, you know what? Shit, something came up, and you have to you have to go do this other thing that's important. Like if it, it you know, you you work at a job, you have to pay your bills. So if something comes up, I have to go to the island. Then I'm going to do that, and, and I'm not going to beat myself up for it for not uh going to coach that day or whatever so flexibility that's a good one flexibility um so i'm gonna ask you this okay so you're used to saying yes but getting to know and starting starting to get to know but in between there if you say no do you feel guilty at all why because then you're letting those people down now i don't feel as guilty as i used to like whenever i said no i used to beat the crap out of myself Oh man, I'd let these guys down. I didn't do this. I let my wife down. I let my kid down. Now it's like you know what? I'm at an age where I yeah I feel guilty, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beat myself up about it. Like we said with the practices, I'm I'm gonna commit to minimum three days once we get going, and three out of five or six is pretty good. Like I said, I gotta get my golf swing dialed in so I can learn how to golf properly. <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> But there will be some people that, that will try and use the, the guilt on you. But for the most part, I think the guilt comes from ourselves. The guilt comes from ourselves. Because I bet you, turning this to you, I know you'll get, because I'm trying to get you to slow down. You're my pal. And I know you'll get, be, feel guilty if you start pulling away from some things. Uh, and that's uh, that's one of the things I'm trying to do lately. I'm trying, and what, what one of the ways I'm doing it, I'm starting to say that, oh, this year I'm not doing this. Next year I'm not doing this. Next yeah. year next year I'm not doing that. Yeah. And people are starting to catch on to me saying, well, you said that last year. <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 me going, starting to go down that path where that next year is going to be today kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm not going to feel guilty. I'm going to, I'm going to actually, it's going to be the way of the world off me. Yeah. And um, I remember when we sat down with, Jay, one of our friends there, and he said to me, said, you've done your time. Yeah. You've done your time. You did it. You did it. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to to move on. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you like you can't be everything to everyone. No. You see, and you need to learn to step back too, like we all do. Yeah, right. So I mean, for our own mental health, for our physical health, it's it's good to keep that balance. And and if yeah. you if you continue to say yes to people, there is no balance. No, you're right. Yeah, I'm not saying don't volunteer. I'm not saying don't help people, but but find that that happy medium for you, yeah. and it'll be different for everybody. You got to find the right, like you said, the right happy medium. Otherwise, you're just gonna burn yourself out. You're gonna feel too guilty when you say no to things. You just gotta like I'm big on time management in just my everyday life. Like you gotta find that time management that okay, I can help you with this, I can help them with this. And you don't have to go hundred miles an hour at all time. You can go you go seventy five miles an hour and you'll give them closer to hundred percent than the fifty percent, right? Like if I learned this a long time ago, I think things would be a lot different. And um, it's true. And it's overwhelming try it's and I think you agree with me on this one, like trying to be everything to everyone and pulling yourself in all these directions it's it's overwhelming for a person it can it can lead you down a bad hole because you feel so sh- terrible when you're saying no to people and you just don't want to beat yourself up when you're saying no to people and before we get into the takeaways i i truly invite everybody to listen to that song by everclear everything to everyone there will be a, a youtube link in the show notes and ask yourself what it means to you and put in perspective what wilkie and i have discussed this morning and truly find that balance for yourself. You don't want to beat yourself up when you're saying no to people. Unfortunately, I'm going to say yes to listening to that music. Uh, it's, it's time for this episode to, to wind down, and I'm hoping our listeners uh, can find their own balance, especially those people that are kind of stretching themselves too thin, because at the end of the day, you got to be able to enjoy your own life. Keep this in mind when, when you're thinking about saying yes to people to help them find that balance or you won't be able to help anybody it's okay to say no look after yourself first and in the end you really can't be everything to everyone yes. you do what you do